Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by Coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite podcast. This is the Morning Five for Tuesday, May 16th, 2023. And as always, it's brought to you by the Perry Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey. Life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Perrion Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Bryce, uh, I'm going to let you tell us about the day but real quick here in a second, but I wanted to give a big shout-out to Steve and Walker. Um, I had to go see yesterday, and they were... That place was phenomenal. Like, I got to go to the mill, and, and the entire ambiance of that place was just unreal. And Steve and Carol gave me... I got to try a little bit of the pink lemonade last night, and that was really, really oh, nice. good. Nice. Nice. Did you get to see any of the uh, big gulps? Did they have any of the big gulps there yet? Uh, no, I did not get the big gulp. But it was. I'm excited uh, for that on July 4th. Yeah, no joke. It's gonna be good. It's I'm, be really, I'm really good. tempted to just go ahead and order like one of the big gallons that he has. Those big. It's not a bad idea, dude. We did we did that for um for Thanksgiving. I ordered. I think I got three or four gallons of their lemonade for Thanksgiving, uh, and it was a hit. It was an absolute hit. I want to get. Uh, he's he has a new concoction of like a spicy lemonade that I had the last time I was out there. Uh, that was phenomenal, man. That was really you know how much I love spicy stuff. That was really good. Yeah, Billy. Today is National Barbecue Day. Uh, I think this is a day that you and I can both get behind. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can. <laughs> yeah, National National Barbecue Day. What's what's your favorite like like? type of barbecue that's a that, that's a wide wide world of different flavors and different you know different meats different the ways you can cook it what's your what's your favorite type of barbecue so the question is are we talking like barbecue food or are we talking like it's a we're having a barbecue what are we going it has to with? be barbecue food i hate when people describe a cookout as a barbecue and they don't <laughs> cook barbecue that is that's like one of my pet peeves like people will describe like oh we're gonna have a barbecue and you go over there and they're cooking hamburgers and hot dogs now i love hamburgers but this is not a barbecue that is a cookout they are two different things in my opinion that's for fair. national barbecue day it has to be barbecue type meat that's that's incredibly fair you like you and i have talked about this before that there's a, there's a barbecue joint right up the street from where uh from one of our locations um where we work and that place is phenomenal and the rib the barbecue ribs that are there um the barbecue pork plate that's there it's it's unreal but i'll, I'll say this i grew up with a buddy of mine um his he eventually ended up um opening up a barbecue place in Carrollton and it was the best barbecue ever period end of story like he the sauce was just very unique and tasted 
incredible. So it's those things that I, I, I truly miss. I, I wish he he still had it open. Yeah, I think I think my favorite, I think my favorite type of a barbecue probably is a Boston butt, Ooh. but slow cooked for like you know sixteen to eighteen hours, something like that. Um, what's your what's your favorite barbecue? Re- you know, speaking of restaurants, what's your favorite barbecue restaurant uh, around the West Georgia area that you like to eat at? Might have to be Beaver Creek. Um, as when you think about stuff out here, pretty good. Uh, it's it's tough to to kind of nail down. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Beaver Creek is good. Mine, mine's Hudson's in in Douglasville. I'm a big Hudson's good fan too. Um, yeah, yeah. It's uh we we get the uh you know we get the uh, the fries with the cheese, the barbecue fries. So good, so good. Hudson's yeah. is my favorite. Uh, Billy, today we are 79 days away from the NFL, 80 days away from high school football, and 102 days away from college football starting off. That's so exciting. So freaking exciting. Yeah, we don't, and we were, you and we I don't were have talking to enter much more baseball. Yes, we do. We still have three months of baseball. No, we don't. Enter. Ah, that'll <laughs> fly by. Well, we were talking yesterday just the planning that we're going to go ahead and make right now just for football season week it's we're gonna we're gonna have a big year for football so absolutely yeah i can't wait man i can't wait billy last night the braves kind of got the bad taste of the toronto series out of their mouth uh by beating the absolute bejesus out of the texas rangers 12 to nothing arcia pilar ozuna riley and acuna all had two RBIs apiece. Olsen Albies, they added in an RBI apiece. Sean Murphy and Michael Harris couldn't get on the RBI train. They were the only two uh, Braves in the lineup that didn't have an RBI last night. Braves hit five home runs last night, and Charlie Morton did exactly what you want to do when you are gifted a massive lead from your lineup. He went six and two-thirds, giving up zero earned runs and 10 Ks. Uh, Charlie, it seemed like every single run that Charlie got, he just went out there and threw more and more and more strikes. A real veteran move uh, from Charlie Morton last night, a, a veteran way to pitch. Uh, threw, threw 106 pitches last night, 70 of them were for strikes. I mean, that that's the recipe for a quick game when you are gifted a lead like that. So Charlie Morton, uh, exactly what the doctor ordered as far as the Braves' standpoint goes, after a disgusting series up in Toronto, yeah. And if you really think about it, the Braves, the ones that you mentioned, Arcia, Pilar, Ozuna, Riley, and, Oz- and Acuna, all of those had two two RBIs apiece, right? All of those had yes. two R- RBI, <laughs> two run home runs. So it's yes, it's unreal. They had five two run home runs last night. Five. That's that's insane, man. That's absolutely insane. It was, it was good to see him tee off. Honestly, it was it was really it was a really good game for us, um, especially just getting the demons off of Toronto off of our back. And you know we didn't we didn't get a chance to talk about the weekend, but just getting swept by Toronto was Ugh. was not ideal. But an awful series. We forgot how to play defense on Sunday. Yes, we did. Um, uh, oh, that was I don't I don't understand that. I just I seriously don't understand that. But. Hey, that you was know, infuriating. They, they were making mistakes my 10U baseball team wouldn't make. <laughs> it's baseball, though. And, you know, the mark of a good team is when they, the next day, they come out and they just do what they did last night. 
ends, which right. is completely ignore the entire the entire Toronto series and go, you know what? We're a really good baseball team. Let's go do this and beat the bejesus out of Texas, as you mentioned. And, and we're still six games up in the East. So we'll take it. Uh, Stood so now, you, you know, Siri, you know, you're not going to win the division in May, but every single game you win in May is like money in the bank. So, you know, I'm, I'm not going to sit, sit here like Matt Chernoff and ring the bell or anything this early. Uh, but it's a lot better to be six up right now than six down. Yeah. Uh, you know, like we were last year, a couple years before. Shoot, we were more than six down at this point, probably last year. Uh, Billy, one of the things that's kind of impressed me over the past month, the month of May right now, we're halfway through the month of May, and Marcelo Zuna might be the hottest brave in the lineup. Either him or Pilar. Uh, Cunha continues to stay hot, but but Marcelo Zuna is absolutely on fire. The month of May right now, he's hitting 300 with 12 RBIs, six home runs, and only seven strikeouts. Billy, he has almost as many home runs as he does strikeouts in the month of May. Yeah, and I'm still very, very skeptical. You know, I, I don't know why. It's just one of those things. I'm still very, very skeptical of it. If that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that I'm going to enjoy while it lasts. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's on he's on a heater right now, and he's absolutely seeing the ball well. Even the outs that he has, some of the outs that he hit in the Toronto series and, uh, you know, before that, before, before that in the month of May, even the outs he hit were squared up, were barreled, were, you know, hard-hit balls. Uh, it's nice to see that. It's nice to see that from Ozuna. Like I said, I don't know if it's going to continue, but I'm certainly going to enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah, as we should. Uh, Billy, this past weekend, so not a great weekend for Atlanta sports. Ew. Not a great weekend. So the Braves get swept by the Toronto Blue Jays. We did win last night against the Rangers. And, and Atlanta United falls to Charlotte FC 3-1. to one. I'm not going to spend much time on it. Uh, I'm going to let I'm gonna let Abner and David explain it in TM5, which will be coming out today. Uh, but not a good game. Not a good game from Atlanta United. They conceded the first three goal. The, they considered the first goal three times in the past three league matches. So three matches in a row, three matches in a row that we conceded the first goal three times in a row. Not great. They've never led in any of those games in the last three league matches. Uh, no shots on target for a striker in the last three matches. Essentially, if Yakamakis does not start, we don't have a chance to win right now because we do not have a backup striker. Um, this team seems to be floundering. Uh, the first three shots on goal for Charlotte were all goals. That's uh, never good to see. No. And since 2019, the motor for Atlanta United, it just doesn't seem to be there. And I, I don't know what it is, uh, but it's we're not running at 100% inten- uh, intensity. We play very lackadaisical, and it's weird because it's come under multiple different managers, multiple different players. It's not, it's not all the same players. It's not all the same people. It's not all the same managers that have been in charge since 2019 so it, it's kind of odd but the lackadaisical play from Atlanta United really since 2019 has bit them in the butt a lot and repeatedly uh, the stats in the 3-1 Charlotte law shots were 11-6 to Atlanta shots on target were 4-2 to Charlotte possession was 57-43 Atlanta key passes were 10-4 Atlanta and expected goals were 2.27 to 1.01 in favor of of Charlotte. Not a great game once again from Atlanta United. I really thought this was going to be a get-right game. I could not have been more wrong, uh, but there's no time to sit here and lick your wounds as we have a midweek game tomorrow versus the Colorado Rapids. Yeah, it was it was honestly embarrassing. 
you know it that was game especially for it to be home yeah i mean it was against a, a team that was in the bottom half of, our, of the standings there was no reason for us not to go out there and dominate um you know but you you mentioned it you know not having gg out there is a huge huge aspect and i think i'm sure david and, and abner will talk about that um so it's it's something that i think you know the 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 top end of, of Atlanta United's uh, front office needs to really pay attention to and go, look, we need to we need to fix something really quick. Otherwise, this season is going to get away from us because this this was the second best start to a season in Atlanta United history. And all of a sudden that has turned to absolute crap in the past, you know, four or five weeks. Yep. Yeah. All the goodwill they built up in the first I don't know what six starts maybe has completely been set on fire uh, and drowned. Yep. So it's they've they've got to get right quick. I don't know if we're going to add anybody in the summer transfer window. I don't know what's going to happen to that. Uh, as rumors come in, we'll we'll report it here. But it's uh, it, I, the the fact that we don't have a backup striker. See, it's really shocking. To me. It's pretty it's pretty shocking that we don't have a backup striker. When Yakamakis goes down, that's not that's I don't even say that it's on equal playing field as Yakamakis. I don't mean that, but just someone who can actually play the striker role in the MLS and be slightly competent. Uh, we don't have we don't have that right now. Slightly so, competent. Um, that's where we're at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Slightly competent. I mean, uh, Miguel Barry and Machop Chol are absolutely horrendous. We'd be better off just sticking a scarecrow out there uh, right outside the 18 yard box and seeing what happens with that. I, I mean, they're terrible. They're absolutely awful. And the fact that Dom Dwyer is still out there, kind of floating around as a free agent, surprises me that they haven't brought him in. Uh, but we got to we got to figure out something. We got to figure out something in the in the backup striker role. But uh, that's all. That's all I'll say about Atlanta United. I'll let I'll let TM Five United break down the game. It's it's too disgusting for me to talk about. Honestly, I'm I don't I don't I was already pissed off about it this weekend. I don't want to get pissed off about it again on a Tuesday. Yeah, we'll find out again tomorrow about how how well they're going to be prepared. So. Yep, yep. Tomorrow night. Is that a, is that at home? Oh, uh, that's a good question. I have no idea. Um, I think that's in Colorado. Ugh. I think. Yeah. No, no. It's a home. It's a home. It's a home. Bryce, uh, yeah. coming so, up this this weekend is the PGA Championship, right? Yes, sir. It is. Uh, so we're gonna <laughs> yes, do. Sir. I know you're excited that the thing that you know I always look forward to with with majors is. You know, is Tiger Woods in it, and he's not. So yeah, that's not. He's not. Uh, but he's not. He's, he's busy litigating with his girlfriend. You you know how it works out with us is you know we look at we look at bet and how how right. we can make a little bit extra um, money and and like I mentioned at the top of of the broadcast the the fact that our good friends uh, Steve and Carol Walker with Incredible Pulp do the softer and dollar segment every Friday. Well, let's just kind of look at this a little bit early and and say All right, yeah, let's get a, let's get a glimpse. Is this is this a good bet or a bad bet for the PGA Championship? Okay? Okay. John Rahm, Scotty Scheffler and Rory McIlroy all to finish in the top 20 including ties is a plus 210. Your thoughts? Oh, man. I love the Rahm and Scheffler because I think Rahm and Scheffler both have a very good chance of winning this. The one that I am a little hesitant on is Rory McIlroy, man, because the last major, he's been playing very well this year. World number one at one point. 
Uh, been playing very good golf. Some of the best golf he's played in a long time. But the last major we saw Rory play at, he absolutely pooped his pants at the Masters. Right. But that that is a that is a tournament that has always gotten into uh, McElroy's head, and that is a tournament that Rory just can't seem to win for one reason or another. So I, I don't know if you throw that out as an anomaly. I'm going to call this a good bet uh, because two of the three I think are shoe ins for a top twenty. And I would be surprised if Rory didn't get a top 20. Okay, well, this one's going to basically throw gas onto the fire of that one. So how about okay. this one? Any two of John Rahm, Scotty Scheffler, and Rory McIlroy to finish in the top five, including ties, is a plus 200. I love the bet. I love the prop. I don't love the number. Um, I think Rahm and, and Scotty... It does. It, it really does. I, I like I like Rom and Scotty. I think they could possibly finish one, two. I, I don't love the number. If the number was a bit better, I would probably hop all over this. I would hop on the first one. I would hop on that plus 210 for the uh, the Rom Scheffler uh, McElroy finishing in the top 20. I would not hop on this one just because of the number. Um, any any two of John Rom, Scotty Scheffler, Rory McIlroy to finish in the top five. I would not hop on this one because of the number. Although that doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean I don't believe that Rom and Scheffler will finish in the top five. All right, I'm going to give you a couple matchups here uh, in, in round right. one. Tony Finau versus Brooks Kepka. Finau is a minus one sixty four. <laughs> Kepka is a plus one thirty in round one. Give me Finau, man. Uh, Tony's been playing phenomenal golf yeah, yeah. as of late, and and Brooks Brooks Kepka, uh, I mean, he played a good first. He played a good first three rounds at the Masters. Um, a good first but three and I don't half know. Rounds. He's, he's <laughs> yeah, he, he still plays for the LIV, and I don't know how serious they take golf over there. I don't know if that was an anomaly. Let's see if Brooks is back. Let's see if Brooks is back. Let's see if he can come out with another uh, another major. And play well, but right now I'm going to take Tony. Tony's been on fire the past couple of weekends. Okay, Rory McIlroy versus Patrick Cantlay. Oh McElroy man, uh, you know what? Give me the ups- Cantlay is one twelve, a plus one twelve. I'm going to have I'm going to have faith in Rory this weekend. Give me Rory here as the favorite. I'm going to have faith in Rory this weekend that he's going to play well. I don't know if he's going to be able to win it, but give, give me give me Rory at least on on a Thursday. I'm going to have faith that Rory's going to to play well before moving day. Uh, so give me Rory in this matchup between Cam, him and Cam. Right, so I've got a few numbers here and we'll get out of here on, on this. The first round leader, John Rahm's at a plus 1800. Scheffler's at a plus 2000. McRoy's at a plus 2000. Kepka's at a plus 3000. Give me Scotty. Give me Scotty. Give me Scotty Scheffler at a, at a plus 2000. If, if a gun to head right now, who would win this tournament? I would take John Rom, but I'm going to take Scotty to have an insane day on Thursday and jump out to a nice big lead. Uh, meaning Rom's going to have to chase him Friday through Sunday. So I'm going to I'm going to, I'm going to take Scotty with the first round lead on Thursday, but Rom to win the tournament. I would not be surprised that plus three thousand for Kepka really is enticing, especially the way that not he bad. played in the first round of the Masters. So I mean, if yep. putting a simple ten. 10 down on that would be a you know a $300 win that would be huge you know what I mean just, for just round, for round one. one right and you can you can double it up in round two yeah. three and so four yeah. That, yeah that's not, not, not a odds. really that, that number is really really enticing for Kepka, especially the way he played in round one versus in, at the Masters so that's that's just my thoughts I like it I like it Billy let's get to the Marine South scoreboard from last night 
in the NHL, Game 7, Stars versus Kraken. This is what NHL hockey is supposed to be. This is absolutely what it's supposed to be. The the, the NHL has not put on a good... I don't want to say they haven't put on a good product, I guess, but just just not rep, not not representative of what oh, I would expect okay. so NHL the, playoff What you're saying is the fact that there's been so many goals score that you're like, this is this is unreal. Bingo. But yeah, two two to one is, is more representative right. of hockey is what you're saying. Okay, I'm with you. Playoff hockey. Yes. The two the two one score line is more representative of playoff hockey, especially a game seven. Uh phenomenal game. I watched almost this entire game. Uh it was really, really good. So that was the stars advanced. They beat the Kraken two one. Uh that was that was representative of good playoff hockey in my opinion. Yeah, the like the five seven goal lines we've been having and like eight two and stuff i'm like what the hell yeah. is this like is this an exhibition this isn't playoff hockey so uh hopefully hopefully that's done hopefully that's done and over with stars advance that's the only game we have last night in the nhl or the nba but tonight we do have the western conference finals kicking off in the nba on the smith's floor covering games in events calendar uh lakers at nuggets at 8 30 p.m tonight that series gets kicked off billy and you know everybody in the nba is licking their chops at the fact that we might have a lakers celtics nba finals yeah, this year man. last time we had that was what that's, Kobe, that's what everybody is rooting for Kobe in the versus the big three back in the day yeah no it was that was that was in uh that was in the um oh wasn't that in uh, the covid year wasn't that in the covid year or was that or was that the heat do we have Oh man! Oh uh, yeah, the bubble. Remember, we had the bubble. Oh, yeah. uh, I know the Lakers won a bubble year. Did the Lakers? Who? Uh, oh, it was the Heat. It was the Heat. Never mind. Yeah, I was about yeah. to. Never mind. Sorry, I don't think mind. we had Lakers. Yeah, the last time. The... 2010. Like 08, 2010 is the last time oh. we've had uh, Lakers okay. Celtics. Yep. Yep. 2010. I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember who the Lakers faced in the bubble. It was the. It was the Heat. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. I, for this I bet Smith. you. Floor. The NBA is excited about that, but I don't, NBA fans are excited about that. But that, I mean, that's we'll have to see how both both of those series play out. Who's the Celtics have? Uh, who in the Eastern Heat? Oh, yeah, that'll, that'll be fun. That'll be a fun series. Yeah, yeah. The the four the four remaining in the West and uh, you know, or the two remaining in the West and the two remaining in the East are the exact same teams that were in it in the bubble year in twenty twenty. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. And and people said that that bubble year didn't count because it wasn't a real wasn't a real finals. Well, we're here in 2023 and it's the exact same four teams with essentially the the same core that they had from 2020. So, take with that with what you will. All right, Bryce, you need another cup of coffee? Indeed, sir, I another do. Another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strawn with the Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. Number one prospect, Dylan Riola commits again. Committed to Ohio State, decommitted to Ohio State. This time, he commits to G. He committed to the University of Georgia. The rich just keep on getting richer, you know? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see, man. I, I, I put, I put, I, I, don't, I don't care about pre- college ratings for these kids like it just doesn't it doesn't matter i mean I don't, I don't know how many times you see five stars come in and never start or a one star come in uh in and be an all-american i i don't 
I don't know. I, I think people put too much stock in stuff like this. Dylan Riola has also played for three different high schools in the four years he's been in high school. So I, I wouldn't be surprised, A, if he switched again before it comes time to actually sign, or B, if once he got on campus and realizes that Georgia has a bunch of quarterback prospects that are just as good or possibly even better than Dylan yeah. Riola, that he transfers out again. Um, I, I don't I don't expect this guy to uh, – I don't expect uh, – I'll be honest. I don't expect this guy to ever start a game for UGA. Okay. I'll say that. Peacock. NBC's uh, streaming service will exclusively carry an NFL playoff game this year. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. Um, you know, we're we're figuring out, I guess, all the different types of streaming options that the NFL is sort of sort of spearheading. Um, I will say the MLS is, is doing a good job with it too, but uh, uh, Peacock will um, have the exclusive game on January 13th. It will start at 8:15 or 8:30. The game will be broadcast on NBC stations uh, in the markets of the two teams. It will also be available on mobile devices through NFL Plus package. It will be uh, preceded by a late afternoon playoff game on NBC and Peacock that will kick off at 4.30 p.m. So that's kind of cool, man. I like the fact that the NFL is really taking the reins in the uh, streaming the streaming game for the uh, major sports, you know, whatever you call them in, in America and of running with it i think that's the future of you know sports yeah is, is streaming i think a lot of these sports are going to go off of uh off of off of cable and they'll be exclusively on streaming i, I think i agree with you and the fact that i mean major league baseball is doing much of the same especially during the regular season you'll see it you'll see it be on apple tv plus or um they've got a peacock package as well um they'll they have the eleven thirty yep. game on sunday you know what i mean so those are yep. I like it, man. And Peac- Peacock's really good. Uh, Peacock services yeah. are awesome. If nobody has it, man, um, Peacock honestly might be the most streamlined streaming service that I can think of. It's, it's better than Netflix. It's better than Hulu. It's better than HBO Max. Peacock is probably my favorite streaming service out there, honestly, with just how intuitive the menus are and how, how easy it is to stream stuff. Bill's Josh Allen hits four home runs in Toronto BP while Matt Barkley has five. <laughs> That's pretty awesome, dude. How cool is that to be an NFL quarterback and just be able to go take batting practice when you're at a baseball game and just yak home runs? I, I wouldn't be surprised by it at all. I mean, I mean I th- I've seen Justin Fields doing Chicago. Uh, I mean, it's it's cool for, for anyone to, to kind of allow them to do that. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep, Josh Allen cleared the outfield wall at Rogers Center four times in his session, uh, reaching the second deck twice. And that's I swear, nice. I think that's more home runs than the Braves had the entire series in Toronto. Um, Josh Josh Allen probably had more home runs in BP than the Braves had hits in the entire <laughs> series. That was an awful series. Finally, today in 1985, Michael Jordan is named NBA Rookie of the Year. Yeah, he turned out to be a pretty good basketball uh, player. Decent, I would say. Yeah. Decent. Yeah. Yeah. Second second greatest of all yeah. time, in my opinion. Great. He's he's one of those that should go down as, as one of the all-time greats, period. End of story. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He He's, in my opinion, he's he is the only superstar that I can think of off the top of my head 
that should be mentioned in the same breath as yes. Gretzky. Uh, Gretzky is still the undisputed absolute goat, but when you're talking about goats of just any any athletics, any sport, you don't even have to be specific. Uh, uh, Jordan is about the only. I'm, I'm pretty sure if I sat here a little bit longer, I could come up with one or two more. But uh, Jordan, off the top of my head, is the only one that I can think of that should be in the same breath as uh, yeah, nine. That's fair. You got anything else for us? Nah, man. Let's get out of here on Tuesday. On a Tuesday on a Taco Tuesday. Um, couple of notes for later this week. Temple does have their spring game on Wednesday. We will mention that a little bit more tomorrow. But um, they have their spring game on Wednesday, so be sure to put that on your calendar. Central has their spring game on Friday, but that is on the road. So Temple's at home, Central's on the road. Um, we will have you covered for both of those. Um, well, I'm not going to be able to make it to Central's, but I'll be able to make it up to Temple's on Wednesday, so... Um, but that's it for the morning five for Tuesday, May 16th. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbor. Just shake them.